What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Hello, I'm so happy that you're here with me today on this wonderful afternoon to talk about kindness. And for those of you who don't know, my nose gets really itchy when I start to get messages. And I'm sorry, but it's really, it's really strong right now. So that being said, that's a little bit about me. I'm so glad that you're here for this time together on Cultivating Kindness with Karen on the Inspired Choices Network, a great place to be. And I assume you all know by now, but you can find us everywhere. We are on so many platforms. All you need to do is type in Cultivating Kindness with Karen in your search space for any of the podcasts uh, that you love to listen to. And I will show up as well as all of the other amazing hosts on this network. We are a tremendous place for you to hang out and spend time. Now, why would you want to spend time with me? Well, that's a really good question. Kindness, yes, I'm very kind. And I really feel that I have a mission to share. I have been working with energy for over 25 years. Maybe it's even close to 27, 28 now. It's been a while. I have so many life experiences. And for those of you who know me better, you know that I've had a ton of challenges in my life as well. And as a result of all of those, I have made tremendous progress, done a huge amount of studying, learned so many different techniques and ways of helping people that it got to a point where I just could not come forward and share it with you more. And so this is why I now have a podcast. You can work with me individually. You can work with me through group work. You can email me. We can be in touch in so many different ways. And of course, you can join me every Wednesday afternoon, two o'clock p.m. Eastern time and join live, which would be wonderful in our Inspired Choices Network chat room. And then we can talk directly if you want to. So please come on over. I would love to have you in the chat room as we talk today about honoring your path. So when this came forward for me, it was a few weeks ago that I put my show together and I was well, most of my shows, when I go to put them together, I do so through oracle cards. I will sit with um, a deck of cards that really jump out to me. I love to work with oracle cards, and I do readings for myself all the time. And so this one card came out, and it talked about honoring your path, rebalancing your life, and looking at where you're going, where you are, and also where you have been. So I thought, okay, cool. So I wrote all the information out and here we are today. Now this morning, and for those of you who follow me on Facebook, you may have seen a post where I wrote that I got up this morning and I was blah. And I'm like, oh no, it's Wednesday. I can't be blah. I have to be ready for two o'clock. I have to be ready for you. But I wasn't feeling that way at all. I was really melancholy. I was like, 
apathy. I just like, ah, oh, I really don't want to be doing anything today. Normally, that would really bother me. And it has bothered me so much when I wake up like that in the mornings. And I go through this on, I don't want to really say often, but it cycles through for me. Now, I have been following um, a massive body of work called human design. I know this much and like there's like so much to know about it. But in the little bit that I do know, I recognize that I have a channel on my chart and this may be gobbledygook. That's okay. But I have this channel called the channel of mutation. And what this does is it means that I will just cycle into melancholy and apathy, not quite a depression, but just this flat space with no warning. It just arrives. And I used to beat myself up about this. And then I thought, oh, wait, I know what's going on today. And as soon as I understood what was happening, then I started to feel better. I thought, okay, I know Fighting my way out of this doesn't work. Tried that in the past. I know that this is just a cycle I'm in. So what can I do to honor where I am in this moment? So I start asking myself questions like that one. And I started to feel a little better. Do I feel really bubbly? No, I'm showing up a little bit better for you right now. Um, if you know energy work, you may detect a little difference in me. And that's okay. Because I am in my time of melancholy. Will it stop me from here on in? No, it will not. I can honor the different cycles that I go through, both physically and mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Now, the key for me to be able to do this is to understand where I am at and to not allow old programming and old thoughts and old beliefs to come in and take over. So if you missed my show two weeks ago, we talked a lot about our thoughts, how we get them, how they work for us, how they don't work for us. Last week, I spoke a lot about our beliefs and our belief patterns and what we believe and is that belief something that's really contributing to you? Or is that belief something that is holding you back? Or could it be creating a separation between you and somebody else or a group of people? Because every belief, as I was saying, has an agenda attached to it. And when we have an agenda, then we have a specific outcome that we want to see. And often, that creates separation between ourselves and others. This morning, if those same thoughts had come, well, they did come back, but when I recognized what was happening, this morning I was able to look at that thought and go, no, that's not going to create the separation it would. And that was a separation between me, myself, and I, my soul, my spirit, all of the above. It created for me doubt, judgment. I beat myself up. Why am I not past this? I thought I was no longer always going to suffer with chronic depression. It's not depression. It's just a built-in mechanism that I have. 
and I can work with it. I can honor this. I can see when this shows up. Pause. Ask, okay, what is this? What's going on? I can interrupt those old thought patterns that would come back and keep me stuck in the back. Keep me stuck in that judgment. So if I'd done that, if I'd let that stay, and I didn't have that awareness this morning, I I would still be here with you. Don't worry about that. I show up every week. But I may not really enjoy it. And I love my podcast. I love doing these shows. I love the fact that it's a TV show. So why would I let a thought pattern come through that would take that joy away from me of doing something that I really love to do? But it happens all the time. Until we can train ourselves, and it is a training, it's a practice to have ourselves be aware of our thoughts and to catch the ones that aren't helping us so we can change them and to catch the ones that are helpful so we can rejoice in those. We can repeat them again, say it over and over again, you know, like I did this morning. This is okay. This is not a problem. This is Karen and Karen's great. This is not a problem for me. And every time I say that, I'm going to be building that new neural pathway. And I'm going to be pushing aside that other thought or thought process, because there was a bunch of them there, that would have me go into judgment. That's not honoring of me. That's not honoring of you. When we go into a judgment, there's no honoring. Even if we think it's like constructive criticism. No. That's not a thing. It's a criticism. It's a judgment. It's an opinion somebody else has given you for you to change in a way that they think would be better. Now, something in what they say might be helpful, but it's not helpful if it makes you feel bad. It's not helpful if it makes you go into judgment of yourself. So to honor our path, means we have to honor ourselves. Many people will look at those as being separate. From my experience, they cannot be separate. To honor where you're going, the path you're on, the task you want to complete, that goal that's ahead of you, to honor that path, that structure, those steps you want to take to get there, will be much easier, maybe quicker, don't know, might not, because the universe has timing set for certain things. But I know that when you honor yourself, when you're in that path and going in that direction, you'll have more ease. You'll have less hardship and less judgment. And when they pop up, you will be able to work with it. Catch it. Hear that thought. Listen as you're thinking. May sound weird, but listen to those words. And then listen to the words that come out loud. Because I I said right out loud, "Uh, damn, this is not the day to wake up like this. Sure it is. I'm still here. 
still love being here with you. I had to honor me. I had to look at what was going on. Okay. If you have any interest in looking into human design, I can help you find people that can help you with it. You can get your own human design chart for free online. Just Google free human design chart and put in the information you need. It's um, your name, your place of birth, and your time of birth. If you don't have time of birth, there's ways you can kind of get around that. But there's so much information there that's really cool. So if you would like to know more, cool, have a look at it. Don't get overwhelmed, though. Oh, my gosh, such a big body of work. That won't be honoring you either. You can find people to work with, or I can help you find people to work with to understand it better. I'm not the person to do that because I, as I say, I know this much, but what I know is helpful for me. And no matter what choice you make, keep you in mind. Keep you at the top of that page. Right? It's key. Showing up every day is important. Showing up for you is even more important. And you could say showing up for my family is the top thing. It's important, especially when you've got young children or you have somebody in your family that may not be well. I understand that 100%. But you need to be there for you. And so what do you require? How can you honor you at the start of your day or in the middle of your day if you start to kind of, you know, have a dip? So that you can continue to show up and be this amazing person that you are. We're all fabulous. We don't tell ourselves that enough and we don't hear it from people enough. So I'm telling you, you're fabulous. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up today. And thank you for showing up tomorrow as well. All right. On that note of showing up and being here, I need to take a break. Because we want to now have uh, hear from the Inspires Choices Network. And I would like during this time, think about if you've done something today for you that's been honoring for you. And if you haven't, that's okay. Is there something you can do later on today that would help yourself, that would start that process of looking at honoring you and thinking about those thoughts that you have running through your head all the time? All right, so you think about that. I will be right back. You're on the Inspired Choices Network with Karen Leslie, cultivating kindness with Karen. Thank you. I'll be back soon. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? 
Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. So, over the break, did you think of some way that you had been honoring to yourself? Or have you come up with an idea that you'll do for yourself later in the day? Either way, it's great. And, it, and if you can't, if something doesn't come to mind, then that's got a message for you as well. And it's only saying, oh, this is new to me. This is not something I've been doing. So it may take a little bit of thinking. It may take a little bit of thought. There's a, a comment in the chat room we have. We're saying, trying to train my thoughts, I think, is harder than studying for an exam. Well, yeah, <laughs> you're right, Sarah. It can be really difficult. However, it's only difficult when you don't understand what to do or how to do it. So at the end of the show, or before the end, I'll be talking more, but I will let you know now that I actually have a program called Disrupt Your Thought Patterns. Eight days for learning some tools and techniques and working with me on a daily basis so that you can learn these techniques and you can train your thoughts. Everything I do with clients is stuff that works for me. It's proven itself to me that it works. Does it work like that? Mm, not always. However, sometimes transformation can happen really quickly. And that reminds me. So I talked about that channel, that channel of mutation. And I don't really actually, I don't want you to think that that's a negative, that what I have. Because it's not. It's just part of me. But on the other side of that channel, the fact that I have this means as well that I can change situations and I can change people and bodies. So this explains why I was able to be, you know, a, a really great, I'll just say it, a really great energy healer, an expert healer. It's also why when clients would come into my office, when I was seeing people in person, sit down, take a breath, and then they pause and they go, I feel so much better now. I like, I feel like I can go. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> not yet. Like, you know, what brought you in? And then I work with them. But my body has the ability to help your body change. And this is part of what this channel does for me. It enables me to change people and situations, to, to bring forward transformation. So yes, there's one side that made me kind of go, uh, this morning. But there's this other beautiful side to this exact same channel. And that's the same for everything, right? We've got the shiny side that makes us feel good. We've got the other side, and people will call it the shadow side. You know, there's two sides to every coin, as the phrase goes. Both are helpful. Both are there to support you. It's in how you look at them. 
how I chose to change how I viewed the way I got up this morning was brilliant, was great. Like it made me feel so good. When I pause, yeah, I can feel that energy in me. Not a problem. It just is. When it will go, I don't know, but it will. And that in itself is enough to know. So when we're working with our thoughts and trying to change them, or trying to work with those beliefs that are holding us in place, it does get easier. It'll only get easier if you're willing to do the work and be consistent, right? Go back to shows, hear about the difficulties with, you know, creating those new neural pathways. There can be some struggles and challenges, but it can totally be done. I mean, how many people have you heard these beautiful stories of where they had started off with such difficulties and they created these wonderful lives? Their thoughts changed. What they were born into, those circumstances, or where they were in their life, the events around them that were not being supportive or helpful, they changed them. They didn't buy into it as being real and true and steadfast, and this is it. This is the hand I've been dealt, and I can't change it. Not true. We are master creators. And when we learn more about our bodies, we learn more about how we think and what's under those thoughts that are holding them in place. And trust me, there's a lot holding them in place. When we look at those and we look at how to change them, how to work with them, you'll have some rough spots. There'll be some information that might come forward that may not be comfortable. Yeah, I mean, that happened to me, but it didn't stop me. And when you have guidance and support and someone to work with, it's easier for it to not stop you either. Being alone, being isolated stops us a lot. And this is what I wanna talk about a little bit in this in the second segment here, is when we get into a, a lane, we're on a path, you know. Often we are told to stick with it, right? Hang in there. It can be good advice, and it can be advice that keeps you stuck. And I remember, um, oh gosh, long time ago, um, 36 years ago, about, yeah, around there. When I had my first child, I joined a, an organization called La Leche League. Great, fantastic group of women helping new mothers with breastfeeding and just adjusting to being a mom. I had never even held a baby until my own arrived. So I had no experience. Um, yeah, kids were not my thing. <laughs> Ended up with three. Go figure. Anyways. One of the meetings, because I, I was always in, until recently. Like very recently, always very strongly swayed by the opinions of others. If I turned over respect, um, authority, or anything like that to another individual, when they spoke, that was it. That was the truth. That was the rule. That's the way things were. So I think different now. But anyways, one of the times I went to one of our meetings, 
And for whatever reason, we got on the conversation of TV, watching television, and probably with um, those who had toddlers or, or older children. And I was like, okay, that's it. I came home, said to my husband, that's it. We're getting rid of the TV. And he's just like, wait, what? I said, yeah, no, it's not good for ABC reasons. That's it. We're, we're throwing the TV away. And I mean, the man knows me well. It was all cool. But he was like, where is this coming from? It came from the advice of another person that I never stopped to, to actually look at, would this work for me? Do I actually want to do this? How would this affect things at home? I just took it as a total blank. Okay. And that's the lane I went on. And I was thinking, okay, TV out. Over time and in conversations with my husband and conversations with myself and looking at things from a different perspective, I was like, all right, this is not the lane I want to be in. And now that's a very simple example of being in a lane, but it's not a simple example. It's a very good example of how we can be in a lane or change lanes based on the opinions of others. If you're not in that equation, because I, I wasn't in the equation, nor was my family. It was just, no, throw the TV out. Seemed easy. Did I think about what the consequences of that would be like? Nope. It's really important to understand where what path you're on. And you may be on multiple paths. Some people are very good at, okay, for this particular thing, this is the direction I'm heading. And then for here, over here, another part of my life, all right, I can focus on this and work this way. And they can go back and forth. Awesome. Like, that's really, really great. Just recognize when you're in one and when you're switching into the other so you can be true to you. You can honor where you are in each path that you're following. So my question that I would really like you to think about is, when you're on your path or in a path, is it contributing to you? Is it a path that has you at the top of the page for what is important? Does it honor where you would like to be going? Does it move you forward to where you are choosing to go versus having somebody else suggest or tell you that this is where you need to go? With all of the depression and anxiety and that that I've had over the last 60 plus years, I got a lot of advice and a lot of advice from counselors and you know social workers, psychologists, all kinds of people. Back then, I wasn't able to, and didn't even know, actually, how to look at what their recommendations were to see if they felt like they were something I really wished to choose. Did I want to try this? Could I try this without an agenda attached to it and see if this works for me? It's so important to see and to know that what you're doing will be or can be a contribution to you. That's honoring you. That's honoring the path that you're choosing to be on. So few people think of it that way. 
and it's really become very strong in me to point out a lot of ways that people are living in living down a path living in a space that's keeping them stuck if that path isn't honoring is it keeping you stuck somewhere is that path actually a way for you to stay where you are are you choosing to not move forward i created so many paths so many ways of actually staying right where i was i didn't really want to change i didn't feel i had the energy to change or the desire but i could be on a path and make it look to other people that i'm doing what i need to do to help myself totally false when you struggle with different mental or emotional conditions you become a master of manipulation whether you want to admit it or not you can be a master at manipulating and i was i was excellent so i could create this image from the outside that i was doing what i needed to do and i was on a path of healing and where i needed to go but at, truthfully i was sitting working standing sleeping on a path that kept me what i thought was safe kept me comfortable kept me with what i knew and it didn't push any of my buttons or force me to look at anything i wasn't ready to look at but the outside world saw karen as really working at taking care of herself and her three children and her whole family that's all that mattered was the images that others saw so on that note <laughs> We're going to go to our next break. Boy, oh boy, time is flying by here for us. So think about the paths you're on, the paths you would like to be on. And the ones you are currently in, are they actually contributing to you in creating something great and wonderful? Something that you want to get up in the morning and say, yes, this is the direction I'm heading today. It's like how I felt when I said yes to coming in to be a host at Inspired Choices Network. It was like, yeah, I've wanted to do this for years. I'm doing this. This is a path I want to take. It felt so, well, light, but effervescent. Like, really, like, even the tone of my voice. Did you hear the change in that? It was effervescent in me. Like, I knew that this was a contribution to me, and it would be a contribution to others. So look at where you're at. And be honest, allow yourself to be vulnerable when you ask this question. Am I actually holding myself in a place that's comfortable, perhaps keeping me stuck, not really letting me move forward, but I'm okay with that. And if you're okay with that, awesome. But if you're not, then what would you like to change? All right. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes on the Inspired Choices Network. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you have any questions, by all means, please send me an email at karen at karenlesley.ca. And I would love to have conversations with you. So think about what I was saying, and I'll be back with you just in a couple of minutes. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen 
each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for being here with me today. You can find me on virtually every social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. I have a TikTok account, but I do nothing with it. So that may not be your best choice, <laughs> but I'm not hard to find. And as you just heard, the podcast will be everywhere. And I would love to have emails from you, whether it's from something I've said that you're like, mm, I'm a little challenged on that. I don't agree. That's cool. That's not a problem. Or if you'd like more information on something that I've spoken about, you'd like more clarity than what I can give you in the few minutes that we have here, that's great. Let's get together. Let's chat. Right? I love fielding questions. I love trying to expand different ways of looking at how we look at something. Truthfully, if I had not allowed that for myself, I wouldn't be sitting here today. Our perception, how we look at things, it can be extraordinarily helpful and supportive. And man, oh man, can it keep us stuck? It's really amazing to look at something from a different angle. So look at your paths from different angles. Envision yourself as a, a photographer. So you can see your path straight ahead. You can stand right here. You can pull up your camera. You can look through that lens. And you can see where it's going. Then, just visually, have that idea just stepping a little bit to one side. Your path stays the same. But you are standing differently. Bring up that camera. Look through that lens. It will look different. It's the same path, but it will look different. Go to the other side. Move farther up. Maybe you're going to be standing perpendicular, you know, at a 90 degree angle from it. And then have a look and see what it is. You'll only see a snippet of that path. You'll just see a certain section. And that's okay. Because that little section that you look at might give you new information. It might help you define where you're going. Or it may give you some insight that, mm, this may be not quite right for me. 
Remember, every choice you make is just a choice. And you have the freedom to make a different choice. Without judgment, without worry, without entertaining what other people say as to whether you should or should not do that. The most empowering gift I gave to me and that I believe you can give to you is that freedom to ask a question, make a different choice if you want to, and feel absolutely okay with making a new choice. You could be totally neutral with it. That's cool. You can feel better about it. All right, there's a little bit of judgment in that because you've chosen it as better. But to be able to make those choices without having a judgment on it is so important in honoring you. So if you're looking at it from this perspective, you know, honoring our choices and making new ones, how do you know when your path is done? What if it doesn't look the same as you thought it would be when you got to the end, that goal, that target, that outcome, the house you wanted to buy, the level of education that you, you know, wanted to complete, that piece of paper you wanted in your hand, the career steps that you were looking to achieve? What if you make a different choice and you actually don't wish to have those anymore? How's that going to feel? How do you know when your path has come to an end? How do you know when it's time to maybe let it go in a slightly different direction? Or to allow, you know, if you have more than one path, to allow them to come together and cross over. What can they contribute to each other? Or do you actually just step right off of it and go to a brand new one that you start from scratch? Right? Yeah, in the comments, in the chat room. Yeah, exactly. How do you know? You will have great insight to know this when you honor you. When you know you, when you let your barriers down, when you allow yourself to be truly honest and vulnerable with yourself, and you push your way if you need to, you, um, I don't know. There's all kinds of ceremonies people will do. You can put all these ideas that other people have, all their opinions and all their judgments of that path. You know, you can write them on a piece of paper. You can do a smudge ceremony. You can do a fire ceremony, whatever it works for you to get them out of the way. So then you can be present with yourself. Like I was saying, when we first got together at the beginning of the show, that path that I was on every whatever so often that that melancholy kicks in, that path ended this morning. It's not there anymore. I created, I stepped off of that and I created a brand new one with how I will be when this kicks in. I knew it was over as soon as I recognized it wasn't working for me anymore. I knew that path had ended when I allowed myself to see how defeated I felt, when I allowed those judgmental thoughts to come back in. And I didn't wish to entertain those anymore. I was done with that way of looking at Karen. 
So one of the ways to know when your path is finished is how is your path making you feel? Divorce, marriage, that's a path. People have very strong points of view on that path. How do you know when it's time for you to maybe leave that relationship? You'll only know when you allow yourself to be truthful to you and you take all of the other people out of the equation temporarily. You don't have to take out your children if you have them or your your pets or things like this indefinitely, but they do need to come out of the equation for at least a period of time for you to know what you wish. Is it working being in this relationship still for you? Or are you just staying on that path, staying there because you have the belief that it's for life or people told you certain things about it? Or are you afraid to leave for whatever those reasons might be? You'll only know when you let yourself be truthful to you. When I spoke um, a week ago Monday at a live event uh, in Waterloo, Kitchener-Waterloo area where I live, I opened up with saying, if you want more, you have to be true to yourself. If you want to know about the path you're on, you have to be true to yourself. When you feel you would like information from others and you pick people who you trust and you feel okay with saying no to or yes to, and you can feel you're in a place of no judgment, no agendas, no push energy towards you as to what you should be doing, then great, you can gather counsel and and help from other people. But before you do that, I would really recommend that you know what works for you. And then seek the help to achieve what it is you would like. Hire a coach. There's so many different coaches out there. You can hire me. You can look at things from so many different perspectives. You can join groups of like-minded people. Now, remember, though, going into a group will have a lot of different energies there. Be like me. Like, remember, don't be like me. (laughs) Remember me going to that Laleshe League meeting and coming home and saying, that's it, we're throwing out the TV. I was with a group of wonderful, like wonderful women. They were all there to support each other. They were very heart-centered. They really wanted to be there to help each other. But I got caught up in the energy of this one statement and other people in in the room agreed with it. So it reinforced it for me. So I came out saying, okay, that's it. No more TV. So that's my caution going into groups. They're great. They're helpful. And I have them that I belong to now. But know what works for you. Know who you are, right? Be true to you. The only way we can create something different is to be true to ourselves. If you wish to create something different, that's going to work for you. You can certainly create a new path based on the opinions of another person. Absolutely. If it works, great. If it starts to not work, know you can make a different choice. 
And you'll understand when it's coming to an end if you keep track of how you're feeling. How are you in the mornings when you get up? How are you when you start to do, take the steps and do the work that's necessary to get to the end of that path? How honoring are you being of you? Or are you perhaps just honoring another person? Are you looking for validation? Are you looking to avoid conflict or judgment? Okay. Who is the person that's choosing the steps you're taking? I really want them to be you. And take it from me with learning to do this for myself. It's amazing. It really is. All right. So we're going to go into our next break, our last one. Oh, boy. I can't believe where we are at. I know. I say it every week. I'll try and find something else to say. So when we come back, I will explain more about um, my program, Disrupt um, Your Thought Patterns. We're also going to talk about um, a little bit more of reinforcing how you can make these choices for yourself and a little better understanding of, of the paths that you're choosing. All right. So please come back and join us on the Inspired Choices Network. You're here with myself, Karen Leslie, on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. We'll be right back. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. All right. So in the few minutes that we've got left together, because they'll fly by, let's kind of wrap things up a little bit. So it's so key in any area of your life to honor you and to honor where you're standing and that path that you're on and to look at it and say, all right, does this work for me? Is this supporting me? Is this taking me to where I would like to land at the end? And know that it's okay if it starts to get a little wonky, if you're starting to be aware of things. And maybe instead of a straight line, you know, your path is kind of zigzagging or maybe moving over a bit. It's all good. It's especially good if it feels good to you and you are still the person that is being honored first on this path. Ask for help. We talked a little about that. Ask for divine help if that's something that you believe in. I work with my angels all the time. I'm very grateful that my angels and my guides are here with me. They guide me into the shows. And what I'm doing, as I mentioned at the top of the show, you know, my oracle cards, they're a big part of how I show up here for you and the information that is brought to me to share with you 
And then, of course, I always have life experiences that match it because that's how my angels work with me. All right. What have you done, Karen? What have you changed? How did that work? Now, who are you going to share this with? And you get to be the lucky ones. I share it with you. Right. We have so many opportunities to look at things differently. And, and as we were saying earlier in the chat, well, okay, well, how do we do this? And how hard is it? Truthfully, changing our thought patterns, learning to honor ourselves, making sure that we are actually taking steps that contribute to us every moment of the day takes practice, takes guidance, and is, from my personal experience, it is hard to do on your own because I did it on my own. No, I tried to do it on my own for years. I didn't reach out. Part of not reaching out was the mental state I was in, and I was afraid to reach out. Maybe it's helpful for you to reach out to me if that's where you are at, because I've been there. I've stood in my shoes, which were similar to yours. They're not your shoes, but I'm a really good listener. And I am really good at helping to create transformation for you and your body. Sometimes it helps to work with someone who's been in a similar place, which is why I've come forward and share my story about depression, anxiety, anorexia, like, you know, suicidal thoughts, just OCD. You know, I can now lock my door once and walk away. <laughs> I can laugh, but it was it was a problem for me for a long, long time. Working with somebody is important. So if you'd like to work with me for the program I have starting next week on Monday, February the 6th, we run through until February the 13th, eight straight days where I promise you, all right, I promise you that if you show up, you're honest with me, you're honest with yourself, and you use the tools I will share with you, you will be able to know how to change your thoughts. Disrupt your thought patterns is eight days of me showing up for you and hopefully you showing up for you as well. We'll have two group calls. We'll have a one-on-one -on -one call, just you and I, so I understand what it is that you would like to work on so I can help you specifically with that. And work with that belief that's holding something in place that's getting in your way. Every morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are going to get together on a Zoom link and we will chat and I will help you set up that mindset for your day. And if you've got something in that day that you know might be a bit of a challenge, cool, bring that with you. Let's look at that so I can help you with that. We'll have a private Facebook group. I'll have set times where you can text me or call me directly where I can help you if you need some acute help in that moment during certain hours. And you'll have so many resources sent to you for you to work with. Changing your thought patterns, yes, it takes effort. And yes, it's harder to do on your own, much harder. So if you have questions, reach out and let me know. Following the path you're on right now, have a look at it. Is it working for you? Are you honoring you and the path? Are you in sync with each other or are there outside influences that are making things more difficult for you? Or is it internal influences? Is it thoughts within you 
that you need to stay there because it's safe. You need to stay there because doing something else is just too scary. Any reason you're there other than that it makes you happy, that it lights you up, that it honors who you are, then I encourage you to look at that with myself or somebody else. Find someone to work with. It's really important. If you want to change your life, if you want more for you, then you have to ask more of yourself. And as we change ourselves, that ripple effect is beautiful. It's fantastic, right? You can't change another person. Maybe that's going to be a topic for another show. Who knows? But you can't change another person. You can try. You can influence them. You can do all kinds of things. And none of that will be kind. The kindness is to be you. Do what works for you. The kindness is acknowledging yourself first and allowing that transformation to come through with you, letting it spread out into the world without an agenda. Don't think if I do this and my kids will do that. Be honest and honorable to you and then watch. See how things change. See how the world around you becomes one that you love. Let that kindness flow, right? Send out those waves of kindness to the world. Send out those waves of kindness and have them come back through you. Honor what you choose. Do not beat yourself up for any choices you've made up to this moment. Anything I've said that's made you feel uncomfortable, don't go to that place of it being wrong. That is not what I want. All I wish. It's for you to recognize that you can make a different choice, that you can honor who you are by going in and allowing yourself to see this beautiful person that she or he has so much for the world. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here with me today. Thank you for hearing. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.